0: right oh let's get our cranked off
1: i'll crank you off any anytime i watch film but i'd be honest i mean when i first started watching film i was just watching the game. Game. game
0: hello everybody welcome to the uk packers podcast as usual i'm your host at cddnfl on twitter and of course follow the group UK Packers. And as usual, I'm joined by me old buddy, me old pa, Mr. Ryan J. Peacock. What's going on?
1: Buddy? Uh, I've, I've, had a, I've had a good day, to be honest. Training, uh, food, pasta, uh, pizza. What else? We had uh, fudge cake, I think it was. And now I'm just kicking back with a Sam Adams Boston lager while I talk to yourself, the good man, Stephen O'Brien. <laughs>
0: That was, mo- that, that was that. Intro was that. Interest mostly about food today. It's either mostly about football, catching hand, you know, Jimmy the Hands action. Yeah. Did you have pizza and pat? Like not a full bowl of. I was pasta trying to remember f- what I had. Oh, I
1: had calamari for starters because you know you have to. It's Hold the on. deal.
0: Calamari is that squid? Oh yeah. That's gross. What? That's disgusting.
1: It wasn't the gross kind. It was just you know the circles, bad circles, right?
0: Squid rings.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gross. but I like, even like have you not had full-on squid before like the full thing or octopus or something do you not no. do fish
0: well from an island and my uh, my granddad was a fisherman right so fish is on the menu in the O'Brien household but squid it's freaky man the the, the weirdest one I had was swordfish I think okay in Greece well, that, that's shark beautiful. fin soup
1: mm-hmm.
0: then I felt bad that they've chopped off the shark's fins
1: yeah he's probably going to struggle to swim properly isn't he um but yeah look <laughs> i've actually i want i want to bring you in now i am going to surprise you with something here i've got a little game for you okay that i've been devising and i haven't brought this up in pre-production as usual no, that's it i like a, to a just
0: blindsided here go on yeah
1: just love to blindside you great film um so what we're going to do is it's going to be a something or something game and you have to answer quick fire. Okay. So. We've been doing like the uh, meet the fan type podcast, haven't we, where we get somebody on. But we haven't really told anybody much about us. So I'm going to see what where, where you go with this when you're under pressure. Okay? Oh, God. So right, essentially, God. like if I said to you, um, let's say, uh, I don't know, oh, I'm trying to think of something now, hat or scarf?
0: Yeah. What would I what pick? What would you pick? Well, I'm
1: Yeah, packed. so you have to fire in quick.
0: Well, right, go on. Okay.
1: Sorry, it'd be like hat or scarf, yeah? Hat right and then right okay so you get it so we've got some we've got ten here and I want you to go quick fire no thinking
0: no ready yep
1: Donald Driver or Donald Trump
0: Donald Driver
1: cheese curds or cheesecake
0: cheese curds
1: Brett Favre or Brett Good. Brett Favre Jerry Kramer or Jerry Rice
0: Jerry Kramer
1: Bart Simpson or Bart Starr Bart Starr Dublin or London Dublin potato or potato potato Soldier Field or Lambo Field?
0: Lambo Food. Bunt or Punt? Punt. Strum or sham. <laughs> <laughs> both. Can we do both? <laughs> you
1: can do what you want, my man. I think you got them all about as I expected you to answer them. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just a bit of fun. Well done. You passed.
0: I like it. How long, how long of your preparation did you do? Are we going to get further into the podcast? And it's like Joey and yeah. Friends where he's meant to be yeah. writing the play but ends up making Fireball. Is that, is that your version of Fireball?
1: Yeah. Essentially, I've got nothing. Now I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. So uh, thanks, thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you, um, Ryan. And next we have Mason Crosby, Leroy Butler, Mike Daniels.
1: Yeah. And okay. real one. Bunt or punt, I'd say that carefully.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good thing you didn't have a C word in there. But come here, a lot going on in UK Packers HQ this week. Uh, yeah. We're
1: exhausted. Yeah, so it's been it's been real hands to the hands to the pump, I believe it is. Um, but yeah it's been, it's been some. I think so that's what people say isn't it hands to the pump
0: maybe in London or... I
1: don't know something like that I'm not actually from London but it's close enough I guess um, so yeah it's been busy what have we had we've had the trips been announced obviously so everyone's getting their, their mind around that everyone's starting to room up yeah. um, message the group uh, by DMs uh, and we will try and put you in touch with anybody else that's looking for sharers um and then, of course, there was the, the logo change this week, um, which see us fresh it up. And uh, I know there's been a bit of a bit of feedback sort of saying, oh, you know, why are we getting rid of the old one? It's on the new T-shirts, all the rest. We're not getting rid of the old one. In all the time that me and Steve have been doing this, right back since 2013, that seems like a long time ago now, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. It's probably not that long ago. Mm. But in that time, we've had a number of different logos that we've used here and there, um, tried different things. Essentially... The original logo, um, which I saw Kurt Cozad tweet us and say that we shall now call that the throwback logo, which I like. (laughs) I like that. Um, But we haven't got rid of that logo. Okay, that Mm -hmm. will live on. And it has continued to live on whilst others have come and gone. Um, This is a new logo to sort of freshen things up. And we like it. And it's in a similar style to our podcast logo. um, But the original logo will stay. And it is still on our tour flag, for example, that's signed by many Mm -hmm. great players i think you got it didn't you see signed by jerry kramer yep um and mark murphy yep. and before that the year before i uh, we managed to get i think it was charlotte and charlotte midgley and richard biddle managed to get it signed for us by uh, mark Tausha, josh sitton john coon uh, john uh, i got amon green um so that flag will live on and we will keep that logo around about when we said so that's why it was on those t-shirts when we designed those because it is the original and it will it will stay with us for forever
0: yeah because we were planning the new logo while we were planning the t-shirts and there was a discussion between us you know did we do we hold off go for the new logo go for the old logo but the old logo does mean a lot to us you know and it, it kind of the throwback logo is nice it's like getting a you know a packers top that has acme packers on it it doesn't mean like oh look at you you're after updating it to green bay packers instead of acme packers you bastards you know it's kind of cool that you have a membership tee with the old logo um, so, yeah, it's I like it. It's fresh and uh, it's a bit of an homage to Lambeau
1: Field. I think as well, yeah. Yeah, it does have that Lambeau Field shape on the top, which is nice. I, I like that's it. a great touch. But I also think as well this logo gives great representation to our Irish followers and our Irish members. Yeah. Um, you know, And I know, yes, the, 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 the one that we will call the throwback, I like that. The throwback logo does have the Irish flag, but this one specifically says it's the UK and Irish mm. Packers on it. And I think that's good because... I guess all those years ago when it was started, uh, we didn't, I don't know, maybe I was a little short-sighted in how I thought it would go. And then, of course, very quickly met Steve, who said, uh, Ireland wouldn't mind joining in. (laughs) Um, And obviously, he represents the whole of Ireland. And so, um, yeah, back then when we had that logo made, obviously, it it was the, I guess, the UK on its own. And now it's the UK and Ireland and uh, equally important. So I feel we've got a logo that equally represents both groups of people.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is a scene out of when we met. Ryan was like a scene in a Braveheart. You know, Stephen, the Irish lad. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, yeah it's my island." <laughs> you know that thing?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. But then Islands we should probably not talk about that because then he pretends to be friends with the English, doesn't he? While he while he then turns his back on them, joins the Scottish, and kills the rest of the English. So uh it's probably, it's probably that's how I remember the film, anyway.
0: What I'm actually doing is I'm steering the UK Packers towards a collision course with the Scottish Packers, if that exists. Right, okay. And uh, then, yeah. you know. So just... what we're
1: going to end up with is the Celtic Packers. <laughs> yeah. The Celtic yeah. Packers and the yeah. English Bastard Packers. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that what you're going to call us? Yeah.
0: At English Bastard Packers. Give us a follow. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we released a trip. Let, let me just talk about a trip. Now, look, people listen to the podcast, they're usually used to and i know i don't think that there is an awful lot of structure that goes into these this one's more of a wishy-washy one because we've got so much kind of to talk about you know housekeeping if you will but let let me just talk about the trip there as well right because we have a lot of people um so two issues not issues but two things let's call them two things i like it it's catchy hashtag two things give us a follow So one of them is, is that people are looking at the airports they're flying from and they're saying, you know, I need to know the time of the flights because for booking time off work, that's completely valid. I'm sort of in the same boat myself, right? Because I can only barely get that time off. Uh, for work reasons and also personal reasons Uh, because of a baby due on the 22nd of September I will be away till the 11th of September which is a bit mental so uh, little Baba better not come early Um, so they're looking to see the times of the flights one of the reasons is is because they're not from London so they're talking about you know coming down from Edinburgh coming down from all these places me uh, two years ago I I booked my flight to go from Dublin to London and then fly from London over look it's not important that you go on the London flight there's not mad bonding that happens um, and fly from your own region would be my advice because I'm flying from Dublin. I did the same last year and um, because Ryan had to stay at home, I was heading up the trip um, and it had absolutely zero impact. And in fact, I arrived over earlier than the other lads. So I was there. I was able to get the bus to drive up to Chicago has no impact whatsoever and it might be cheaper so contact sales at sportstraveltours.com talk to andy and if you're from newcastle fly from newcastle if there's an american flights they go from there i'm not sure uh you know edinburgh or whatever you don't you don't have to make your way down to london uh, that's important right isn't it i mean you went from london with the boys but there's no real benefit we're all gonna yeah. bond when we're over there anyway
1: yeah, I mean, I went from Heathrow because, well, I'm about 40 minutes away from Heathrow. So, um, like I say, just outside of the M25 myself. So hmm. um, the only thing is, of course, yeah, obviously fly from your own areas. If you can get them flights. Uh, if not and you end up at Heathrow, then uh, you can start drinking with me about 5 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, you know. It depends what's important to you, I suppose.
0: There's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. And if a man knows how to drink, it's Mr. Ryan
1: Peacock. Well, well, you say that, but it could be Tom Coles on that same plane. I mean, there's some real trouble brewing on might, that flight.
0: You might never make it. That I think that's also, that's a breaking news segment, is that Tom Coles, the legend that is Tom Coles, and we've seen him in the flesh, drank with the guy many times, and he is an absolute unit. And he's coming. It, this trip is going to be already an absolute belter. It. Yeah. He's
1: on so so, what you get, you get free beer, you get game tickets, you get Hall of Fame, you get to meet me and Steve, and none of that. You get to party with Tom Coles. I mean, that's top of the could, list. You, could you want any more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to contact Andy and get him to pop that up top of the flyer. Yeah, there let's get
1: of, that on the graphic, yeah.
0: And don't even put drink it, just put like bullet point, then Tom Coles. <laughs> that's it, you don't need to put a description.
1: You know, I remember the, the first year I went, um, Tom Coles was on that trip, and it's the first time I met him. Um, and this guy was just, like, wired all the time, like, having the best time of his life, like, every second of the day. And day. And, and in the moments I was tired, do you know what I mean? You'd always get that guy that was still allowed to do all the energy, and he picked everybody up. And it, it just, I remember at the sort of party after the game, um, I must have literally had a five-second gap as I finished one beer and thought, ah, right, how do I get to the bar? Let's go and get another beer. In that time I even took to think about it, Tom came rushing like a superhero out of nowhere with the arm <laughs> outstretched in front and a can of Miller Lite nice. arrived into my hand in perfect styling. And uh that's when I thought, you know what, I love this guy.
0: Yeah. Best manager yeah. wedding. All your mates <laughs> from childhood mates are like Ryan Searcy, and you're like, you'll understand. Once once you go on the stag, you'll understand. Yeah. You'll understand. But uh yeah, so Tom's gonna be there. Um and also what's hilarious, and I don't know if they want us telling this, but who cares I'm gonna do it anyway so he's in a room so yeah right I kind of you know what it works as a way to explain the trip so we've single double triple and quad rooms right now caveat the double rooms are like a twin room the triple room is a double bed and a single bed and the quad is two double beds so three of the lads Tom and two of the boys are getting a triple so you know I was breaking the news and I was saying you know listen lads it's a double bed and it's a single bed and they were like yeah Okay, well, we're you know, we go for a quad if you can't. No, but lads, a quad is two double beds. So are like, yeah, we don't care. So these lads are going to cozy up. But, Brian, they're probably... They could not even make it back to the room.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's every chance they don't even bother going to bed. But the one thing I will say from the time we were there is that these beds are not just your average double bed like mm-hmm. they're in your house. I mean, these are full-on American huge double beds. Jing-sous. I mean, you could... You could, if you, if you trust the guy next to you enough, you could sleep in the same bed. You won't as much as touch toes at the bottom of the bed. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's yeah. you'll be perfectly fine. So if that's a way of saving some bucks, and like we said before, you don't spend a lot of time in in the room, it really is a you know shower <laughs> and a shave.
0: Um,
1: so th- that's you're all right? it's there uh, Ryan, for, is it? Okay? Yeah, right? yeah, just a little uh, a a something thought. stuck in my throat.
0: Even yeah. that shite happens, but um. <laughs> So and the double rooms as well. So I went over and I stayed in a room with uh, Dave. Was his name? Uh, absolute gent. And the double rooms even the beds are really far apart. Uh, Dave, what's
1: his name? Do you mean Dave Saunders?
0: I do, but I didn't want to mention his second name. You know, just oh, out right. him on the podcast here as if you know. He's a good bloke. He is a good bloke. Yeah, Dave he's Saunders. got
1: great. He's got great goatee as well.
0: Yeah, deadly goatee. Lovely family. Uh, his daughter's a Seahawks fan. You know. You, you know.
1: Yeah, that's the problem because his, his lad is playing. I've seen at the minute he's playing O line and he's a Packers fan. Good yeah. guy. Um, but somehow he's let let the rest of the family get away with uh, some questionable team decisions.
0: you See, it's the it's the youngest, I think. You know what I mean? And They always sort of slip by and you become a bit more rebellious. So yeah, good, good good parenting, Dave. It's a pity. You know, you slacked off just at the you know the the right time. You slacked off a bit when it came to team choice. That's where you're meant to stand up there and do the daddy thing. But you know that's okay. It's all right. She'll come around. All right. It's a phase she's going through. <laughs> um, but anyway uh, yeah so we're kind of going off track so the the three boys are sharing and they're actually looking for a fourth to share a quad room but if you're going to share with them you know you need to have some blood in your alcohol stream because these guys seriously know how to drink uh, but that's the thing people are looking for people to room up with we've loads of sort of singles we don't mean that. Like most of these people are married, uh, you know. We're a lot of single people uh, looking to bunk up to a double room just to because I think there's four hundred and ten pounds difference between a single and a double, so double is definitely the way to go. And I wouldn't worry about sharing with a stranger. I went over, uh, and everyone that comes on the trip is absolutely super sound. We vet them, you know, look at their financial yep, history, make sure
1: fine. I've taken advantage of that. I'm staying with a strange little Irish guy, so uh, I'm sure it'd be fine.
0: Slightly offended by the little comment, but
1: all right strange we'll, irish guy
0: we'll talk about it off air <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no hiding the height I, you know i do a bit of tippy toes action and get the hair all spiked up but come on um so yeah it's great but look what we've decided to do is is the news at the moment is slow right let's go through the news first before we crank off into it. this podcast is going to be seahawks and packers themed because it's the season opener that we're going to in lambo the prices are up the code is int pack 17 but if you go to the website UKPackers.co.uk and hit the tours tab it'll bring you straight to the book and tab where you can see the prices they're also on our facebook page Just search uk packers also all over our twitter um and we've sent out newsletters so it's everywhere right it's ad nauseum is how we've been going about this whole action. Let's run through the news, Ryan. They've signed Kevin King. Surprised? No. That's what
1: you're supposed to do, isn't it? Sign your draft picks.
0: (laughs) And that's it. And I I love the way they go, oh, you know, breaking. I got this breaking news thing on my phone. Like, breaking news! They're after signing Kevin King. Yeah, it'll be like, hold on. Give me breaking news when they don't sign a draft pick because they're going to sign all the draft picks by the time it swings around. Yeah. So shut your tits, is basically what I'm saying.
1: Who was the last draft pick not to sign? Was it Eli Manning? And then it essentially demanded a trade, went to New York. And then I think the last time there was a I mean, what was it last season or season before? I think it was last season, Joey Bosa held out as well, didn't he, with the Chargers for a while. Yeah. But he signed in the end. But yeah, that's not that's not gonna happen in Green Bay because we we pick up the right players and uh, they're all gonna get signed. So people uh, want
0: to play for our team. And you know, and the Chargers are notoriously cheap anyway. And it's beautiful, right? If a Chargers is uh, mate, Mad into them and um he was like, Oh Joey Bosa screw him, we don't want him if he doesn't want to be part of the team. And I was like, You know, like Chargers have a really bad rep for not paying their players. That's exactly what happened with Eli Manning when he switched for switch for Philip Rivers. He was like, Really? And he looked into me He's like, Oh shit, yeah, they're really scabby like and he was like, Yeah, but screw Joey Bosa, we don't want him anyway. And then Joey Bosa starts playing and he's like, Yeah, he's alright, he's okay. You know what I mean? He's yeah. he held out because he's good. Yeah, we like him. We like him.
1: Santiago, a Wales vagina, isn't it?
0: Yeah in espanol I'm learning Spanish and that's uh, that's absolutely 100% accurate so that's the news I'm not going to go into else. Now, there are some funny stuff that sort of happened around but screw it we, we'll get to that at the end let's talk um, Seahawks Ryan we set ourselves an assignment for this podcast didn't we and it was to go back through old Packers Seahawks matchups recent ones ones that stand out um, and Ryan I had to watch the NFC Championship game yeah and
1: see I refuse to watch highlights but
0: Ryan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so maybe, maybe this is the bit where I pick up because Steve started rocking back with forwards again. I thought we were past this, so yeah, there were some pretty tough times. Let's say that much. Okay, there's the championship game, um, which made which made our big Super Bowl party incredibly hard work to go and watch. And I, I have to say, I didn't really pay any attention to that game. Um, but there were others. The Fail Mary, I said, I haven't got over that one. Ryan, no. <laughs> See, he's off again. So there's the fail, Mary, as most of you will remember. I think it was Golden Tate apparently came down with the ball and uh, he yeah. didn't, MD Jennings did, in my in my memory. Touchception.
0: Um, I love the video only, on that, though. Do you see, you remember your man brought out the video? <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my God, it's a motherfucking touchception. So that's good yeah. <laughs> so good.
1: Yeah, that was the famous moment when uh, two different referees, one called it an interception and the other one called it a touchdown. Mm. And uh, somehow that means it's a touchdown. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what happened there. But uh, it's not my favourite one, Steve.
0: What's your favorite one? Go on.
1: My favorite matchup between the Green Bay Packers and Seattle Seahawks is the time, uh, and it's actually it's such a long while ago that my favorite tight end was playing Bubba Franks. Love the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Among Green was still playing. The, yeah. You know, our man. Look, if you are in overtime in a wild card game mm-hmm. and you're at the coin toss. Yeah. I always kind of think with this, you're always best off trash-talking after the event, right? <laughs> like, beat somebody first and then say, "Always, yeah. oh, you're always going to beat them, you know? Mm. Don't do this. Don't be Matt Hasselbeck, who, remember, was at the Green Bay Packers and was sort of traded and all the rest, right? So he comes up, and as, as you know, the, the referees have their microphones on, the coin flip's there, and uh, wins the coin flip, and he says, we won the ball and we're going to score. What a two. And, uh, well, he then just just literally a few plays later throws the ball straight to Al Harris mm. and those of you who are Green Bay fans quite clearly will know Al Harris is a Green Bay player who then trotted the ball back into the end zone and won the game for the Green Bay
0: Packers.
1: and it, uh, yeah it, I mean I tell you what there's a number of reasons one just because he came out said that and mm. then gave the game away yeah. um, brilliantly gave the game away as well <laughs> um after being so confident yeah. and uh but one of the other reasons as well going back like this was i think i picked up uh the green bay in about 2000 2001 this game i think was 2004 so it was still sort of in my early days mm. and this is a, what i remember this was one of the first playoff games um or possibly even the first playoff game i watched with uh other fans and other friends and uh a number of those were Patriots fans. There was one of a Green Bay fan, mm-hmm. a Giants fan. And I remember this was the first time we sort of got together as a group of people and started watching together. And, um, of course, there was this great game, this great moment as he declares that they will score. And then that great moment a few moments later as he throws the ball to our cornerback who runs in for a touchdown. So that's the one I like to remember because the other two are just too painful.
0: Yeah, they suck. They suck. I I went back as far as 2014 um, because that's where do you know what like it's pete carroll coming in and the russell wilson hype and richard sherman and like this must be getting people jazzed up about going over for the season opener because as painful as that nfc championship game was at the time ryan and i do see that honestly as that is the worst loss i've ever seen in the history of sports it's not even a pack like that that was hard to take as a packers fan but as a sports fan like I was looking at the game and then I went and, and looked at the highlights um, again today it's that highlight show on NFL where I think it's a brilliant idea just to have about 10 people talking over each other where you can't actually hear who's you know giving highlights of the game I don't understand it but at one point I think it's Deion Saunders comes out and says or Sanders comes <laughs> out and says uh, depending on where you, because not Kirk that's gonna kill me over it, because he always gives me shit about yeah, pronouncing it's, it's stuff
1: a defi- it's a definite Sanders
0: yeah so um <laughs> because Saunders, uh, Saunders sounds like a, you know. As I say, it's very posh English, Very posh, way of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dion <you> Saunders, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> French and Saunders. So um, he even comes out during the highlights and says, "You know, this this is the part where I get angry," and um, when he's talking about one of the plays, and, I, and I'll run through just how ludicrous the game was. So two thousand fourteen, um, you know, I think it was week two. There was that loss of Central inkfield, 36 thirty six sixteen, and this one really pissed me off because um, Richard Sherman. Aaron Rodgers didn't test him once do you remember that and he, he went mm-hmm. to the opposite side the whole time and Richard Sherman famously only plays on one side which I think you know really dense his reputation as you know being the best cornerback in the game and all this if he can only play one side of the field because you know I, I think yeah he's limited so he didn't test him at all and I was like this guy's a trash talker you know like he's not that good and then we go march on forward in the season you know we kick some ass we get to the NFC Championship game and that game is just, it's just insanity. Like, you know, the, we sort of stuttered at the start. We couldn't punch the ball in. And I was giving out shit at the time about him not testing Sherman. He tests them early in the game and Sherman comes down with an interception, right? And I've got egg on my face and I'm thinking that really annoys me. And then Clinton Dix picks off Russell Wilson nearly, stri- I think it actually is straight after. He brings it down to the three yard line. Coon and Lacey try and they can't punch it in and then we go for that field goal do you remember that and everyone's like oh they should have just went and tried to get the touchdown and you're kind of thinking mm-hmm. like we couldn't get it in in the first three downs why would we go on fourth down to try punch it in when we were having no success yeah you know and then Doug Baldwin comes down um, and uh, or there was a Doug Baldwin we get a fumble recovery from him we get another field goal then what, then our players start to become wide open Randall Cobb gets wide open gets a touchdown with 13 zip another field goal then Clinton Dix gets an interception then russell wilson gets ko'd by clay matches on a dirty hit you know pack nation rejoice then aaron Rodgers throws an interception then sam shields picks off wilson nearly the next play and you know we were 16 zip up at halftime and then does the fake field goal for seattle and it sort of all starts to swing around again but then ryan do you remember um richard sherman gets hurt because he's tackling Starks he's basically one handed for the rest of the game and Aaron Rodgers still doesn't really target him and that was one again one of the most frustrating things and then like I'll just run through the rest of the game and I'll get your thoughts because it's just you know to have that chronological order of just how nuts this game was so after the fake field goal, Sherman gets hurt. You know Morgan Burnett comes down with an interception and slides down. He slides down, and you know it was all this stuff about Julius Peppers came out and told him to slide down. And there was still yeah. time left. Oh. That
1: could be that could actually be the biggest mistake of the whole thing.
0: You, do you know what? Because I've heard that because uh, you now people who were scared of flying and stuff, right? and they say the plane doesn't the wings don't just fall off you know at least 8 to 10 things have to happen for that plane to plummet to the ground and everyone to get wiped out you know and that's kind of what this game was it was like one thing after another and again and again and again and again and eventually the plane crashes like does that slide and then um, Seattle do their best to blow it like Doug Baldwin catches a long pass but stays in bounds and starts running down the time and then Russell Wilson throws the touchdown uh, or I think it's Marshawn Lynch uh he throws it to marshawn lynch and then he steps out of bounds um after him getting a touchdown that's ruled out and then marshawn lynch just runs it in for a touchdown and then it's the onside kick and brandon bostic messes up and Jordy was there to catch it and then you know luke wilson gets the ball and he it should have been i think fourth down after that but he basically falls over for a first down which was ridiculous you know, that's like the fourth or fifth thing now after the Burnett slide down. Then Lynch goes in for a touchdown. Seahawks, uh, you know, they go for two and Russell Wilson's scrambling to run away. Massive pressure. And he literally just throws the ball up on a wing and a prayer and no one should have ever came down with that. And Sam Shields, I think it was, hung on the back of Wilson again and he goes in for two. And then yeah. Rodgers marches down the field. Crosby gets the field call, goes into overtime. And then there's just like, you know, we're giving up, you know, massive third downs and then curse goes in with a walk off touchdown. And again, watching the highlights and watching the, I nearly watched the full game the other night in prep for this. And it still Ryan makes me sick to my stomach. And that's exactly why this week one opener against the Seahawks for me is huge because I personally rank, and this is controversial and real hashtag Packer fans, you know, get at me for this, but I see the Seahawks as bigger rivals than the bears for the Packers
1: in their recent history then yeah. yes that's the case um, obviously in overall history no it's the bears but i don't think that's what you're referring to no, you know, exactly. we're talking recent history yeah um that's why it's such a great matchup to go and watch but it's a matchup that yeah i feel like we need to go there and get and we need we need to see a victory because we all need to cleanse ourselves from what happened uh-huh. i mean you're absolutely right there was the and i still don't get it now because you know i watched bits back i couldn't watch the whole game um but yeah, Burnett sliding down and with the likes of sort of Bakhtiari, Peppers and others sort of seemingly sort of instructing him to, to hit the deck. And I think if I remember it, um, and I still do pretty much remember it, there was a chance he could have got out to the left-hand side and ran and ran and ran and put some serious yards on there. If if not, you know, potentially get a couple of blocks and opens up. Then to, we took hardly any time off the clock after that interception. ended up giving it back to them via a punting. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, yeah, the onside kick, which, you know, just it's an absolute brain fart by Bostick, the fact that that wasn't his job. That's not what he was there to do. He was there to box out. So many things went wrong, but I think the hardest part of it all was being sat there at half time, quite comfortable.
0: Hmm.
1: It continuing, getting really near to the end. And, and you'll know this because we were sat up late watching this. Um, we were controlling the accounts. We were tweeting and posting and everything else. What, what do you say? How, what do you tweet? What do you post when we're talking about everybody's booked up for the Super Bowl party? Everyone's ready to go. The Green Bay are going to be in it. We're going to see our team in the Super Bowl party all together. And then all of a sudden, all these things conspire to mean that the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl and not us. And then we have to go to that Super Bowl party and watch the team play in that Super Bowl. Mm. Uh, you know, instead of us and it's it's still it was a crap thing at the time it was impossible to try and tweet that out It was impossible to make any sense of it and, and quite frankly you know it was great going to a Super Bowl party because we all get to meet each other you know I get to see you and all the other guys we get to play football and we get to you know drink some beers and have a, have a good evening but actually that's probably one of the only Super Bowls I think that I remember for quite some time that I, I literally had no interest in watching um and I think I watched it towards the end Uh, You know, with with the few plays at the end where it sort of lit up and and became interesting. But yeah, and it's still a hard one now to watch it back. It's just there's so much that just doesn't make sense.
0: No, no, it's and you know what? Like the Seahawks had this sort of, I don't know, period of dominance throughout those years. And I think that should have been the Packers. And yeah, and the scars because Mike Daniels is on the podcast and I asked him about it. I said, look you know, what do you think of that game? You know, do you want to talk about it? Will that give you fuel going forward? And he just said that he just can't bring himself to watch it, talk about it, watch game tape of that film. He just can't bring himself to do it. The Packers, I think, had a kind of a hangover after that game for a long time. And and it nearly came back to haunt him again, Ryan. 2015, the home opener, I think it was week two of that season, but it was the home opener at Lambeau, and we had to host the Seattle Seahawks the following year. And... We got up again to a 13-3 lead, almost identical to the NFC Championship game. You know, James Jones comes down with a third touchdown um, reception in two games. Um, then the Seahawks come back again and start go ahead 17-13 in the third quarter. And I was like, here we go again. Can we not get over yeah. this? And then we ended up waxing them then by the end of the game. I think it was 27-17. Um, we scored 14 unanswered points against the Hawks. Yeah. Um, going on then that season to to rack up a 10 game winning streak at lambeau field you know but there was that extra hangover and i I was sort of looking at that game going there's an example of us going up to a lead almost identical to the nfc championship game conceding that lead like we did in the nfc championship game but then rallying and showing that mental toughness to close it out and yeah this this why this season opener that we're going to in lambeau it's so important you know like this this is a this really is a clash of the titans like a couple of weeks ago nfl.com when they nothing better to do released this sort of already this season opener preview of seattle versus uh green bay and i was going to try find the video again for us to tweet out but i couldn't find it. it's buried under you know bullshit off season news um but that goes to show how you know big this game is and look at the players that we're going to see in the flesh you know A-Rod stepping out Martellus Bennett stepping out for the first time let's see how our backfield holds up you know the mm-hmm. the running backs for the Seahawks you know some massive talent there Russell Wilson apparently was heavily injured last season which was why you know he wasn't doing too well like week 14 we blew them apart absolutely blew them apart you know A-Rod throwing bombs to Devontae Adams Uh, you know Richard Sherman playing dirty against Adams but then all the boys getting open. Um, and even in that game last year, A-Rod was benched in the fourth quarter and Hundley came in. And that's when Jeff Janis got his end around that time. Um, you know, there was six turnovers in that game. And Russell Wilson was having an absolute mare. But apparently he's in you know—he's in great shape now, uh, both mentally and physically. And this really is going to be an absolute belter of a game when we go over.
1: It's going to be a beauty. And I'll tell you what, this is probably going to sound a little odd, but I'm hoping that some Packers fans will understand me. What I want to see is us win. and um, Whether it be this game that we're out there or another game against Seattle, I want to see us win by something hugely controversial. In what you know, way? I want to see it, I want to see us just get away with something. You know, <laughs> what, I don't even care what it is. I just want us to see it do it. And I want to see the look on Pete Carroll's annoying, punchable face when and I still I have I can't stomach him because he was the guy that sort of went after that game of the fail Mary oh yeah well looked like a touchdown from where I was yeah piss off Yeah. do you know what I mean so I'm still I can't get over him I can't get over that game and so I want to see us not only win but I want to see the look on all the Seattle fans faces and I want to see the look on the coach and the sideline and all the players when we win a game by just an absolute balls up by a referee or like a des bryant sort of you know <laughs> he didn't catch it type moment yeah. where you go oh well surely they'll change the rule and then they change it next year because you know what anything don't care but i kind of want us to win and it'd be great to see us absolutely wax them don't get me wrong but i kind of also is a part of me that want us wants to see us get some sort of justice for that by sort of winning in a similar manner mm. um you know, but (laughs) that's a bit of an odd thing, but I can't get over the fail Mary game. either. you know, something that was so bad. The NFL who said, we will not talk to replacement referees. We will not bow to their demands. Two days later after that decision went, "Uh, yes. What did you want? Quick, quick. We, We need you. Have you seen the state of this? Get back. What do you want? Yeah. You can have double that. Just come on, hurry up quick. You know, that's what that's, that's how bad it was is that the NFL literally got on their knees and opened
0: so Um, opened anyway uh, moving on yeah Uh, do you know what I'd love I'd love if it was something like you know all they need is is a you know run a touchdown to win it they're run heavy we're getting beaten up all day and all they have to do is just run it in from the one yard line and they've got the four downs to do it (laughs) and they're going to use the four and then it comes down to the last one and Eddie Lacey fumbles into the end zone and they lose you know something like that kind of that we've, you know, an agent yeah. has infiltrated the the Seahawks organization and he's, you know, I don't know. It'd be nice. But come here.
1: Yeah. I wonder if we'll see, though, a little three or four yard run and then him run around the Green Bay sideline, tapping them all on the bump, <laughs> like Christian Michael was doing
0: last <laughs> year. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, well yeah. you know what? They Hello, always do. So. They always that. Like, yeah, do you know what? Christian Michael, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know, you're going down an in infamy, buddy. But right now, I want to talk clowns. Clown of the Week <laughs> Clown of the Week Right uh, So this one I'm going to blindside you with Right. So what I, what I want to do is I want to read you out a message And I want you to see if at all You see anything wrong with this Alright okay. I'm not going to tell you who it's from Or what the, what the pretext is I'm just going to read it out to you And you tell me if it's lovely if it's not so lovely, if it's controversial or whatever. All right? All right. Here we go. This is not me saying this to you, by the way, right? Why, so,
1: oh, is it romantic?
0: Yeah, a bit. All right, here we go.
1: I'll pretend it is.
0: <laughs> Nothing better than spending time. That's weird now. It's gotten really weird. <laughs> All right? <laughs> You're going to tingle in me, Willie. Come here. All right, here
1: we go. This whole thing's been weird since the start. Just the yeah, it's, yeah, it's
0: been a bit ambly, right? Right, here we go. <laughs> it's really weird now. Right, here we go. <clears throat> I'll read it in a different accent so it doesn't sound so weird like me. Nothing better than spending time with you. You're an amazing mom, and I'm so grateful I get to spend the rest of my life with you and raising our kids. I love you. Happy Mother's Day weekend, my love.
1: Sounds like Dr. Grey in the way in which you read that. Yeah. So who's, who said that? I mean, that sounds lovely.
0: Doesn't it? Is there anything wrong with it? Is there anything that you'd read in that and say, what a bastard?
1: There was a bit of a dodgy accent, but the actual context of the message, I thought, was uh, was pretty nice. Okay, I'm I am it. Because as well, yeah, we should probably shout out at this point. I'm guessing that has something to do with Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, and obviously, today is Mother's Day out in the U.S. of A., it is. Uh, possibly Canada as well. I don't know. But yeah. uh, it is so happy. Should we say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers listening in happy. the United States?
0: Happy Mommy's Day to you Slauncha and Jesus and all the rest. So that is and keeping in with the theme of the podcast, that was Russell Wilson to his wife Kira. Come on, like I'm not buying the ciara Lark. By the way, it's Kira, right? Her name's Kira. It's an Uh, Irish name.
1: Isn't Kira spelled with a K?
0: No, C I A R A. It's Kira.
1: That's a strange way of spelling it. Look there's nothing that sounds very clownish about that message so you're going to have to exp- there must be something more to this because I'm not seeing it at the minute right, this off. at the moment for me doesn't doesn't <laughs> trump Trebitsky drive into train company's grandma's car. so you're going to have to
0: alright
1: you're going to have to
0: amp this up a bit well would you believe that is one of the most controversial posts today right okay because and I'm not going to do this a whole lot because the Seahawks organisation can go F itself right but in, respectfully respectfully it can shut his teeth
1: with with all due respect all due no respect.
0: offense yeah no offense and then you can say what you want you, you know what that you know what that reminds me of right and i'm gonna go off i'm gonna go off piste here for a second you know what phrase really grinds my gears you know when people yeah. say uh so what today they- what's that saying again uh say what you want and those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter did you ever hear that phrase that you can say yeah, what you yeah, want yeah. right what if right You turn around and say to your best friend you are a fat lump right and they mind that comment which understandably they would do they not matter you know what i mean oh those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter you know what i mean speak your mind and that that's bullshit all right just be you know be respectful of people but anyway i digress i've went off piece so this is controversial Ryan, because kira is married to russell wilson right and kira yeah. has a kid with this rapper of you know they had a previous relationship and this rapper called future
1: can i interject just well, quickly yeah Ciara, um isn't that an old ford like in that ford car <laughs> was that what she was named after no or is it not? do I you don't not have so. those in Ireland?
0: no i i think i know what you're talking about <laughs> i think <laughs> but I'm gonna move on some of the
1: older listeners amongst us will remember (laughs) the Ford Sierra and
0: they'll be like oh that's a great motor Uh, so Uh, anyway, great motor so Kira was with this chap right (laughs) who was married uh, future was his name and this guy has like i don't know i'm going to say 10 babies with 10 different women but it's it's he has kids with multiple women anyway right
1: that's that's the name that never goes out of date isn't it
0: future yeah boom boom oh drop the mic right ryan's left for today and uh, he's around all week so kira anyway got with this fella had a baby and they broke up because he's it's not most reliable now right he's not the arse. most. he's a bit of an arse jesus so and then she got with russell wilson and uh you know they didn't go to boomtown apparently till they got married so they go to boomtown and they have a, a beautiful little daughter i think only about two weeks ago so he's he's got into uh a bit of muck here with with all these, and the clowns of this whole situation are the fans or non-fans or just weirdos out there they've took it that his phrase raising our kids in that post they're saying oh there's there's two two camps here right one is that they're adding this guy future and saying did you see Russell Wilson's post? He's saying, Our kids, he's not including your kid. So he's saying, you know, he's excluding your kid. OMG, he's only a four year old. What a bastard. And then you get other people that are saying, Oh my God, look at him. He's saying, Our kids, they only have one together. He must be referring to another man's child, saying that that's his kid also. Holy Jesus, at future, what do you think it is? He's claiming your child. How does that make you feel? Like, Ryan, the guy was just saying that like look at nothing better than spending time with you you're an amazing mom and i'm so grateful i get to spend the rest of my life with you and raising our kids i love you happy mother's day weekend my love beautiful message to his wife and people are going slating him they're bringing kids into it and it's it's apparently controversial is that not the biggest load of absolute balls you've ever heard in your life i mean what's wrong with these people
1: yeah yeah, absolutely i mean absolutely brilliant clown of the week and something this um i guess i can relate to slightly in the fact that uh, you know anybody can be a dad but it takes something more to be a father you yeah. know what i mean it's or something like that they say and clearly this guy is just doing his best by this kid it's their kids isn't it it's um what a what a strange thing for people i mean people do jump on anything don't they because yeah. they want that essentially now people who go on there doesn't matter what it is they want to say what they want to do is make a comment uh, or a quote or a post whatever you want to call it that will get them however many likes and potentially go viral and so they will say any old shit
0: hmm.
1: uh, i mean at, in the other guy i'm sure future to be fair is probably sat there whoever he is i've never heard of him um probably not my uh, he's
0: ahead of your time well, hey yeah, yeah, i was going to yeah. say before your time but it's ahead ah, future it, got joke got it,
1: got it. Oh, yeah so uh um, yeah, never heard of this guy, but I'm sure he's probably as embarrassed by those those people that are trying to get him involved. Like, well, do they really on. think you're going to get too good? Oh, right, he does uh, get involved. Let me
0: jump in here. <laughs> Breaking news. No, but this is going to show you the character of this guy. Apparently. Well, and this... we've he's
1: got future on the line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough. No, but, um, and again, do you know what? I'm going to get a bad rep because when I start mentioning the Aaron Rodgers, Olivia Munn breakup news, and start quoting TMZ and the Daily Mail or whatever I, I looked at to get that information people are like alright oh, we know what Steve does is research in Hello Magazine right because you know I got slagged off but anyway um, apparently uh, post ages ago uh, Kira put up a picture of uh, Russell pushing the little boy in a buggy and future went and commented and said oh something like oh if my mother you know had a man pushing me in a buggy i would have jumped out of the buggy and slapped that boy or so you know what i mean like just that he would have said that had he been four years of age he would have jumped out of his buggy and slapped an nfl quarterback i mean what a load of tosh
1: sounds like this guy's an absolute prick can we put him on clown of the week as well
0: yeah we probably we'd throw him in there
1: let's throw him in you there. can see now why if these people are actually sort of in the future camp Mm. let's say, um, then you can kind of understand their comments if this is what Future himself is like. So, yeah. yeah, good. Good clown of the week.
0: But come here to me. What's Mitch up to? We like to keep Mitch's moment.
1: Just quickly for our Bears slash Mitchell moment of the week. Uh, yeah, Apparently, he drove to training camp this week. Yeah. Uh, bear it in mind remember his... His tweet about, uh, what was it, Ball, balling in my mum's van or something. Yeah, I
0: feel like a baller in my mum's van.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, now he's driven to training camp this week with the Bears. Uh, remember, their number one draft pick, second overall, uh, in his grandma's car. Um,
0: broom, broom, in my grandma's car. Yeah.
1: Part of me loves this because he could have let it all go to his head already, already gone out there, bought bought the Dodge um, pickup or the, you know, the big Chevy truck, whatever it might have been, and it sort of steamed in there like a baller. Um, <laughs> but I suppose, you know, he's just keeping real. He said, oh, can I borrow somebody's car? His grandma says, yeah, I have mine you know i've only got bridge on wednesday and uh your mum will take me um <laughs> and, and he's lent, lent in a car i don't
0: yeah. know whips open so, the door and all the word as original yeah, rappers really,
1: follow it. i'm actually i'm actually starting to like Trubitsky, and i'm gonna like him even more when he starts throwing green Bay the ball it's gonna be awesome
0: yeah he's, he's an all-round package and apparently i don't know if we mentioned in the last few podcasts but when he was on that uh gruden quarterback camp he didn't know what a hard count was yeah was apparently so place. he
1: had to be told he had to hut twice at least to hilarious. get hard count going hilarious you remember though, this guy only had thirteen, thirteen starts at North Carolina. He's mm. largely untested.
0: Can't wait to see him. Can't wait to see him in the NFL. It's going to be great. Uh, but still, I don't know. There's some quarterbacks out there at far more throwing time, seen as stars, tanked. So I don't expect big things from him. In fairness. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's our latest mitch's moments so i think we'll have to come up with some jingle music for mitch's moments because i think we're gonna have a lot of them
1: hopefully yeah. hopefully
0: but come here i think we'll nearly finish up the podcast uh, if anybody hasn't seen david bakhtiari and aaron Rodgers on stage with jason will they they will they need to go ahead and, and check that shite out that is some top quality banter
1: yeah stop mugging off russell wilson on twitter and go watch that
0: yeah do something good with your time so basically back to Ari's uh, you know claiming that if it wasn't for the the guys up front that A-Rod wouldn't be who he was uh, which Aaron Rodgers sometimes you know adheres to he, he buys them all TVs and tanks them and all that kind of gear and uh, there was a hilarious anecdote that um, when he was rolling out left before he hit Cook with that uh, sumptuous pass um, to set up the field goal for Mason uh, Bakhtiari was saying stuff like you know well he did roll out left and I'm a left tackle so I had to you know shore up the line to to allow him do that and he said I, I think I showed it back uh, you know throw it to Cook and uh, that's what happened Bactiari showing that he has a sense of humour to match that awesome hairstyle well, hey.
1: yeah and sexy number yeah mm-hmm.
0: any other business runner? Um,
1: trying to think really uh, not that I can think of um, basically just uh Oh, yeah, 1919 Club. Let's update on that. So I think uh, we've sold all the tickets now. So, yeah, keep your eyes on that. We've also got more stuff on its way across the Atlantic, Mm. uh, including, actually, a David Bactiari signed jersey, um, which is going to be pretty cool, Uh, a Boyd Dowler-signed jersey. We've uh, We've got a mini helmet coming over, signed by Jared Cook, um, so this is a good segue. You've just mentioned all these names. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well done. Um, and we got, of course, all the signed photos as well. It's not
0: my first time. I, like,
1: <laughs> like I said, um, well, like Steve said before, you know, some of these, some of these competitions before, there's a whole bunch of people buying tickets for one item. We're making sure there will always be three items in our in our drawers because, let's face it, it's a more chance of winning. So it's, it's better for you guys. Um, we also this time we did it we listened to you guys out there there were some people that said can you limit it the tickets at least in the first few days we did that we limited it to two um and so hopefully we, we have got some new names in there which is good so hopefully some more people got a chance to play this time
0: yeah
1: um i think in the end yeah we opened it out in the last few days a couple of people bought some extra tickets but but mostly most people have a maximum of two pe- two tickets so we'll get that draw done soon um and we'll get all the new stuff over mm. Uh
0: um,
1: think apart from that the logo the trip get booked up on the trip message us if you've got any questions
0: yeah i think
1: that's possibly it
0: yeah so look if you want us to pair you with someone do message us and if you're thinking about going on the trip i wouldn't be getting into the mindset oh i'll book in a month or two months time like we had a, a bunch of lads before I think there was probably eight of them and your mum was like, Oh, you know, we're just waiting on this other guy. And again, they left it too late and they couldn't book uh, space on the trip. Now that said, if you want it to happen, it can definitely happen. We had last year, I think, two lads who booked in the last week. Um, so when it came to stuff being payable, they had to pay um up front. But you don't have to pay up front. Uh you can get vouchers of. So you know if you're looking for anybody to get you a present for your birthday or you know next christmas or whatever you're doing yeah you can get a sports travel tour vouchers and if you have any questions about quotes just email sales at com, and they will get back to you with a quote and you can pay online and get your 10 percent discount so i think that's it and just one other thing about 1919 club myself and ryan um you know, we're digging around for top quality items. And we did promise when this whole thing kicked off is that you get some premium items. Hopefully, you know, you realize that we're bringing that to you with, you know, David Bakhtiari-signed jerseys um, and all the rest, Ty Montgomery-signed jerseys. But the two of us are planning something pretty special. They're probably a higher price ticket item. Uh, but when you see these items that we're going to get, um, these are truly like once-in-a-lifetime. They weren't absolutely hundreds, if not, you know, maybe up over a grand so we're trying to secure some of these items uh, but to do so the price of the tickets on 1919 Club for one of these draws not all of them because we're we're going to try to keep it as cheap as we can and as fair as we can Um, but we might have one kind of you know what would you call it Ryan sort of an elite draw?
1: Yeah I guess yeah it would be an elite draw it would be a super draw and when we're talking about big names guys if we had an open checkbook what were we going buy? and the stuff we were looking at are the Aaron Rodgers the Bart Stars, the Brett Favres the, mm-hmm. those sort of names on, on footballs and, and all the rest of it now Obviously, as you know, uh, and I'm sure David already won't <laughs> take it as any disrespect because we know you're listening, Dave. How are you doing? Okay. Um, you know, obviously, they're a bit more pricey than those sorts of items. Mm-hmm. So, yes, individual ticket prices would be high. But if you guys are interested in playing some high stakes, uh, uh, some high stakes 1919 mm-hmm. club stuff, then we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so let us know give us your feedback I know I know the draws so far they keep filling out real real quick
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah we might go for a sort of a high roller a high roller draw at some point and uh, for a chance to win something just absolutely out of this world
0: yeah and I mean that we will have second third and maybe four prizes on those and what we're also thinking of doing as well is is maybe having a snake draw so we know that some of these draws fill up super fast so what we might do is, is maybe have two draws at the same time um, and certainly we're going to look to shape it up to have a monthly draw but look um, it, It's great stuff this week. The new logo, the trip, get on it. Any questions, give us a shout. So, from myself at DDDNFL on Twitter, give me a follow. Follow the group at UK Packers. And as usual, from me old buddy, me old pal, Mr. Ryan J. Peacock, it's goodbye for now.